0: Welcome back, y'all, to episode 180-something of the Zachary Wingate Podcast, where we go 365 days bringing you a podcast every single day. Nothing is off the table. The intention of this podcast is to inform as well as entertain, so sit back, relax, and listen, and enjoy the show. All right, if you turn on your media anywhere or look in the sky, you might see a bird, a plane. No, that is a potential Chinese spy balloon or in fact a Chinese spy balloon. Okay, so I did a podcast last Friday talking a little bit about this Chinese spy balloon and giving multiple angles of analysis to determine what it could potentially be. If it was a, if it was in fact a weather balloon where it could have come from, if it was malicious, what is the intent? And I kind of want to do an update on the story because there's a lot of stuff breaking and a lot of interesting things that I'm finding and putting together. So for within this podcast, what I'm going to be getting into is a little bit more about the intent of the Chinese spyball and where they could have potentially purchased it and who were they buying it from. How does this tie into a strategic intel campaign and what does the United States need to do in terms of preparation or be aware of? So let's get into it. So when we look at this Chinese spy balloon, it's like kind of crazy because obviously, you know, it's a Chinese balloon or what I like to say, a Chinese lantern for, so it was shot down in uh, South Carolina um, last week. And obviously I'm sure you guys have been tracking the story. They've been starting to recover the information from the balloon and the DOD has now determined that in fact, it is a hundred percent a spy balloon spy apparatus working on what they call signals intelligence or SIGINT. Um, signal intelligence is kind of working on communication through technology. So whenever you think about SIGINT intelligence, think about monitoring your phone, your house, um, radio networks, tele- you know all those things like that equals signal intelligence. Um, so this is kind of um, a, a larger potential operation going on currently within the Chinese government. Um, It's looking more and more like it is, in fact, tied to a spy kind of campaign whenever they're, they're dropping these balloons. So the DoD has come out and indicated that there is over 40 countries. I'm sorry, there's over five countries that have seen about 40 balloons floating over it and potentially collecting intel. Okay. So now we kind of have a little bit more understanding. Apparently, the international IC community has been tracking this for a long, long time. And I guess around 2018, they had started sending more balloons into the the stratosphere. Now, what makes it so interesting is these balloons hover around 60,000 to 80,000 feet. And a lot of ways due to the texture of it, it's hard to pick it up on any radar. So whenever a radar is being used, it's throwing bleeps of signal off anything and bouncing off of it. Well, because of the, the material in the balloon is so light, it kind of offers this weird cloaking capabilities to where it can't be tracked or picked up. Well, f- throughout some process, the Chinese have determined, hey, this is a great means in which to potentially spy on our adversaries. but. At the same time, it's a large-like balloon. Well, the DoD is also saying that these have been flying over the United States since the Trump campaign. Okay, wow. That's kind of a crazy accusation that these balloons, in fact, have been flying over. And the PLA, which is the People's Liberation Army, has been using and tracking aerial intel in order to survey what the government is doing. Now, what makes this really, really interesting is obviously... It flew over Montana, which is um, has a base with ICBMs, and it potentially hovered there, um, taking information and tracking it. And the United States was able to use their SIGINT jamming information to to determine where it was going. But what makes it even crazier is like this is the first time, really in history that I can think of that we've ever had a another country coming in and dropping a potential spy device over Montana and I mean it's very very bold so if we look at the intent once again I I still it baffles my mind but what a lot of people are saying too is that it could be determining if it could release a payload over the United States known as an EMP or electromagnetic pulse now when you think of electromagnetic pulse what you're thinking of is a electrical phenomena, electrical occurrence that happens so strong that it knocks out all of your electronics, and there's no power. A lot of these happen too as a result of nuclear weapons. So Hiroshima, and Nagasaki, whenever a nuclear bomb dropped, it ex- dropped, it experienced the EMP. So what a lot of people are saying is maybe this air balloon was about to drop an EMP, and it was just testing the capabilities over these ICBM bases but my rebuttal to that is these bases should have some type of failsafe in place if they're holding nuclear weapons to kind of um, stop an EMP attack and also the sun too could potentially send an EMP attack if the electromagnetic pulse was charged enough and there's potential thoughts that it could knock things off the grid so if the Chinese were trying to do that that's one thought okay. That is a malicious intent. That is an aggressive intent. It's not collecting. So you're not collecting intelligence at that point. You are trying to determine if you can inflict a kinetic attack to create harm in which is you know obviously an act of war. Now, when I look at this situation in particular, what sticks out to me? Well, I think what sticks out to me is the fact that they've been doing this for a while and maybe it's even going over, you know, Five different countries with all these balloons and, and them tracking the information. Another thing that's starting to come out is it's believed that these balloons were potentially manufactured in the United States. Now, I did a deep dive on these balloons to determine kind of the price comparison to what's happening. So if we look at what's going on in China, what we have to understand is they are investing more into their satellite um Intelligence. So if you can think about it, they're trying to invest in geospatial intelligence, which is known as GEOINT, and the United States has NGA, which is the National Geospatial Agency, and they, they do a lot of work in kind of reading through images, you know, think satellites, looking down at people, determining things like that, and putting it into the intelligence apparatus and working it through that angle. Well, China has been investing a ton. So, according to the DIA, since 2018, they've 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 done more than doubled their satellite capabilities. So, they had around 250 around 2018. Now they're around 499, doubling it by close to 70 percent. Okay, so we see intent. So, China realizes probably that the United States is dominating space and air. We have one of the best air forces, and this really works as a force multiplier whenever we're in combat. Um, and whenever we look at two of our geospatial intelligence capabilities, it's really a strategic tool. Whenever we want to send missiles to anywhere we want in the world, we've already had the geospatial intelligence apparatus look at it, determining the best times and dates, and it goes through other things like that. So the reason why I say this, is when we look at these balloons, okay, these balloons, in fact, the majority of them, I think, actually come from the United States of America, and they are made um, by a company named Kmont. Now, this is me just going out on a whim, kind of like I was going on a whim on the other episode when I was talking about potential location being Jiayuguan, because I think Jiayuguan is a strategic location that I think these balloons were released from. However, the DOD has not determined that yet, but I think it was. So now we look at Caymont. So Kmont allows you to buy these balloons online. So I think there's roughly 10,000 of these balloons released into the atmosphere every year. So what happens is you can buy one of these balloons for $800, and it can hold some of these payloads that are close to 2,000 pounds is what they thought the originally that this Chinese balloon had. Now we'll do a price comparison to satellites. For you to launch a satellite, maintain a satellite network and do these strategic capabilities, you're looking at like, you know, the buy-in at the lowest end is a million and sometimes it may go up all the way to four million. I'm sorry, 400 million. I'm sorry. So if we think about the cost between it, it can be anywhere between 10 million to 400 million and to launch a satellite into low earth orbit, Which is probably, you know, it's a little bit lower, obviously, but we're looking at around 13.5 million. And when you're even launching things like, um, if you were to launch a rocket into space that weighs about 976 pounds into low orbit, that can cost anywhere between 13.5 million and that's holding about, you know, and that's about $14,000 per pound. So the price comparison. So, in order, you know, obviously, you know, China's investing a lot in satellites. And the United States has around 2,944 satellites, so potentially more. So in comparison, whenever you look at that, it really shows you that there's a gap there. And within this gap, what I'm thinking as they were investing in these balloons to fill it, because what it shows us now is China has intent, if it is a spy balloon, to spy on our army bases determine maybe if they can pick up communications of people talking how to interact or potentially identify maybe um, weaknesses within certain areas that they're collecting signals intelligence. So the intent is that they are willing to fly a balloon into our blind spot to determine where they can go and how they could potentially use it for stopping base attacks or doing something related to ICBMs, okay? So whenever we put it out like that, it really shows a new level of, of China. We've never really experienced a China like this. Obviously, we've gone head-to-head with China on more things related to long-term policy, working on the concept, of, more soft power stuff too, so working on the concept of d- democracy, like things in Hong Kong, you know, some issues within Africa, not a lot of so direct, more indirect conflict. And what this is prompting us into is to identify that and also cyber. I'm sure there's plenty of cyber attacks going on, collecting of information and the fact that you know China has hacked into our systems before, which is the OPM network, which holds a lot of people's clearances and taking that information and potentially putting it in a database. So, We've seen their intent, but now this is more of an intent potentially for a kinetic attack, probably testing their capabilities and what we're willing to see. Now, if four of these balloons have already flown over the United States, I read in one article that, in fact, that these balloons sometimes got classified as UFOs, um, which is kind of crazy to me, but that's what some articles are saying, and that it has flown over bases and it's testing potentially the wind currents. Because what's so crazy about these bases is a lot of them don't have any thrust. You can think about it, you lift it up in the air and it falls into a jet stream, almost like a boat falling into a river to where it can take it where it needs to go. So whenever we're looking at that, what it could identify too, is if you looked at certain data analytics, and I'm sure they have, is whenever certain jet streams are happening within our climate, China is using it to see if they can drop these balloons over us. Now, whenever you analyze it from that standpoint and say that it has nothing to do with weather and it was truly from a strategic intelligence standpoint, it's it's starting to be concerning. And I say that in a way not to be like a fatalist, but the fact that China is trying to determine our weaknesses as a country in terms of our defense capabilities is something that we really need to start putting into effect whenever we're, we're dealing and working with them, because in my mind, I wouldn't necessarily call it an act of war, but it's an attack, and it's an it's it's an intent for male intent. So, doing something in order to stop us. And if this is the case of it, then we don't know where this is going to lead or what the beginning is. But the intelligence is unfolding that yeah, this is something they use and it's strategic, and it's a tool they're using for their apparatus in order to communicate. So, think about that. And we had this balloon fly over the United States potentially having a payload of 2,000 pounds. That also too could, if you put something like a sarin gas or anything like that within this payload, you're looking at about $125 to get it off the ground, you're following the dread streams, there's a good percentage that it's going to be missed by radar, you're only going to be able to see it through line of sight, and it literally dropped over the heart of America. So. That's why whenever you look at this as a strategic threat, if you're in the Pentagon, you're like, okay, this is super serious. This isn't just like a a weather balloon that floated over, it is showing a malintent. And the intention is really where you're trying to wonder, where is this tying into in Beijing? What is the apparatus it's putting this information in and how are they trying to utilize it for the future? So that's really where probably the Pentagon's going right now. If they already don't know or don't have the intelligence of it, So I think we kind of are transitioning into a new era. Obviously, there's a lot of cyber espionage that goes on that we don't see. But this balloon is an indicator of seeing something in plain sight that literally is rising up in a lot of ways national security interests. Thank you. We'll get back to you tomorrow.